0: Thank you for listening to this message. Find more on Shofar East London's podcast channel. Let's do life together. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you. Thank you, Lord, that this day we can celebrate the birth of our King. God who became flesh. God, we thank you for your love. Lord, we pray that this morning, Lord, we would experience and hear the whisper of heaven in our hearts. Thank you, Lord, that this morning you would release joy into our being. Let your kingdom come in Jesus' name. Amen. So, our God is amazing. He's amazing. It's just a mystery how our God, this awesome creator God would become a baby, become like one of us, and give himself for us. You know, now, this time of year, you know, it's a family time. It should be a really special time of year. Agreed? Should be family time, special time, hearts connecting. But sometimes it doesn't always work out so well. Sometimes husband and wife misses one another. Or maybe that's only in our house that sometimes happens. Or maybe the, the, the teenagers or the kids throw tantrums because they want their way. Or maybe uh, the parents lose their cool and uh, act out of character. Or, or maybe sometimes family members get uh, arguing about some stuff. To who has that happened? Ah. <laughs> uh. supposed to be joyful. Now it's just really interesting. So I want to share with you this morning just two aspects. The one aspect just of realizing again what Christmas is really about. Uh, Trusting you get fresh revelation about our awesome God. And the other aspect I want to share with you is just how to find joy and how to have a joyful family time. Who, Who wants to have a joyful family time? It should be. It should be. So so I, I want to share with you about basically let there be joy. Okay? So what does joy look like? What does joy look like? It looks like a five-year-old on Christmas morning. Excited. Eh? Do you remember when you were young? And it's the Christmas Eve and maybe the, 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 the gifts are being handed out Christmas morning and you're like, sleep, 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 sleep. <laughs> Oh, I need to sleep because I wanna I wanna I wanna get up tomorrow morning and I wanna I have my gifts. Uh, that's what joy looks like. That excitement that 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 you know, that expectation uh, of receiving a gift. So I have a few gifts here. Do we have any we don't have do we have any young kids here in the service? There's one. He's a little bit older, but he's raising his hand. <laughs> uh, there's isn't Liz Liz I need under ten. I need like nine, eight There's this little one. I have a doll for you. It's not really the real Barbie, it's a Chinese Barbie. But Yes. Come on. A gift. It's Christmas. Yes. Woo! It's not a Mercedes, I think it's also a Chinese but uh, it's going to go so fast. Enjoy. Merry Christmas. (laughs) Yes, Dad, church rocks. (sighs) Ah, So Christmas, eh? The giving is such a large component of Christmas that's about giving gifts, and it points to the greatest gift giver, our Heavenly Father. Amen. And there's one thing: as it's nice to receive gifts, yeah. But sometimes it is even better to give a gift. Uh, who's experienced that joy? Uh, as parents, especially when you see that joy on that little face, it's amazing. You know. So, so we Vian's birthday was yesterday. Our son; he's now ten. Yesterday, twenty fourth of December, we had birthday for him. To see that excitement, it's amazing. So I want to give you like the the pathway to joy is spelt J-O-Y. If you want to experience joy, I'm giving you a game plan here. If you want to experience true joy, heavenly joy, I mean, every other pleasure we experience in this life that receiving of that toy gift, that every, every other gift we receive is a shadow of the ultimate joy that we receive from our heavenly God, our heavenly Father. Amen. So I want to break this down for you. J stands for Jesus. That's standard. Then O, others. So the key is first think about Jesus. First set your heart and mind upon God. Second, set your focus, think about others, and then thirdly about yourself. Come on, say yay. Yay. This is the key to true joy. Okay, so the J. Jesus is the giver of joy, and also he's the source of joy. He's the ultimate source of joy. Now, when we think about the nativity story, we think about why did Jesus come. You know, the pictures we have in our in our in our minds is the, the manger. I mean it was a feeding trough, eh? A feeding trough, baby, in the feeding trough, in this beautiful, everything's so beautifully lit. It probably wasn't it, everything wasn't as wonderful as the pictures seem to make it look like. But we have this idea of everything was perfect. And we forget that Jesus walked into a war zone. He was born into a war. He was born into a war and he, he came into this war to come and set you and me free. He came to set mankind free. That's why Jesus came. I mean, think about this. King Herod, who represented evil and was used by evil. He wanted to kill the Messiah. So within the next year or so, he killed all the little kids under two years old, all the boys in Bethlehem and the surrounding regions. They were all killed. Now, that's war. It's not as serene, as wonderful as we sometimes think it is. Jesus came into a war zone, and it says there in the Bible, it was, there was lamentation, there was weeping, and there was great mourning. And I think that's sort of a description of mankind. Lamentation, great mourning, much sadness, much pain, much disappointment. We all have experienced disappointments. That, that is why Jesus has come, to come and set us free. And to release joy into our hearts. Look at this verse. Beautiful. Ephesians 4. I just love this. This is so powerful. It says, therefore, he says, when he ascended on high, he led captivity captive. Isn't that awesome? Only our God. And he gave gifts to men. He led captivity captive he gave gifts to men but when it says when he ascended on high that's later on after the cross after he was risen from the grave he ascended you see but before he ascended he descended before he ascended he made himself less before he ascended he said father god father your will be done first god first and for the sake of others and then it says, for the joy set before him, he endured. And then when he was ascended, then he received his joy, his his reward. And it's the same for us. When we put God first, the will of God first, and then we put others second, and we put ourselves third, then we find fullness of joy. We had a marriage preparation uh, or marriage enrichment life group, fourth term, and we had a good chat about this, and we're talking about a husband and wife, and the one needs to be less, you know, and we talk about what does it look like, and I laughed, and Carrie then shared with me, it was with us, and she shared, you know, it's when you have that last piece of cake or pie or whatever you really want, and all the last two, and you take the smaller one for yourself. That is the key to a happy marriage. And then she said, and I love this, she said, it sucks, but it works. (laughs) That's the key to joy. That's the pathway to joy. Putting others first and say, I'm going to stand third. So I did that last night. We had lovely meet and and Vian's birthday, and he wanted two, and there wasn't from, I I only had one, and I gave it to my son. But if you and I can live that daily, we will experience true heavenly joy. You know, if you wanna mess up, if you want a recipe for disaster, put yourself first. Do you agree? It's a recipe for a disaster. Husband, wife, which movie we're we gonna watch? She wants romantic, you're like, no, I can't do that. I going to do a chick flick again. Come on, I want some. Someone needs to die, man. <laughs> someone needs to blow something up. <laughs> so I remember years ago, I would often like I have go through seasons of fasting movies. So I want to have two movies, especially my type of movies, and then I have my week of watching my movies. Oh my word, so much conflict. I want to watch my movie. Self third, yourself lost. But it says there, when he ascended on high, then he received joy. And God will do the same for you and me when we put him first, ourselves lost, others second. And then he will lift us up. Then he will exalt us. Then he will bless us. He will give us the desires of our hearts when we get this right. And it says, led captivity captive. I love that. You see, when we were tormented, mankind, by innumerable torments of fear, insecurities, hatred, lies, and so much more, Jesus came and he took captivity captive. Love it. He took our tormentors captive and he turned things on its head. The hunted have now become the hunters in Jesus. The captives previously have now become the liberators, you and me. The bound and tormented have now become the one, the ones who bring freedom to others. You see, it's better to give than to receive. And God wants you and me not only to, in this season, this time, to focus on. I want, I want, like, how can I bless somebody today? God, who's on your heart today? So, with Vian, um, yesterday in our, in our, uh, w- with his birthday. Sonica had this idea, we've done this before, but we decided we're going to, before we do the treasure hunt for his gifts, we are going to, in, in, in our lounge, we're going to, Sonic, we're going to wash his feet and we're going to pray for him. Now, you can, I mean, it's his birthday, he's going to do treasure hunt gifts in a moment. So I'm like thinking, it's going to be short Pray today. I can already see my son like, dad. I want my gifts. Could you please get on with it? I mean, he's 10. So anyway, so we, Sonica washes his feet and, and I start, we start praying for him. And then suddenly the presence of God was just there. I mean, it, it, I, was, I, was, I was astounded. I, I, we, we recorded on, our, on my phone, just the prophetic words that the father was speaking over Vian. I mean, the tears were running down his face. He was weeping as the power of God was touching him, as he was, as, as waves of the love of the Father was just washing over him. I was like, this is the best gift I can give my son ever. An encounter with the living God. I tell you, that's a miracle. Before, you're going to do treasure hunt for your gifts. You're 10 years old. You're like, that? get over. It's like... Oh. God was touching him. And I saw this picture, this vision in my mind's eye of the of the fire, the Holy Spirit fire moving into my son's heart. And I I heard the voice of our Heavenly Father saying that when his fire, his Holy Spirit fire uh, flows into Vian's heart, all fear will leave and he will be bold. And then we asked Vian, what did you feel? And he said he, he felt a heat moving into his chest. It was amazing, like for 15 minutes or so, he was just on the couch, the power of God just touching him. You know, as parents, we want to give our kids education, we want to give them gifts and toys and games and things, and that's wonderful. But what is the greatest gift we can give? The living God. That is amazing. So I was just like, Lord God, thank you so much. Made my week. Made my week to give to my son. What I have experienced in God. Amen. Come on, let's give true joy. True joy is heavenly. Everything else is temporal. It's nice, but it doesn't last. But heavenly joy lasts. When he ascended on high, he led captivity captive. You know, and when things get weird, and even for us in holiday time, you know, a few days ago, it felt like "Mm, joy is leaving the house. I can see it in my wife's face. Joy is leaving the house, like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm getting the communion elements. Let's pray. So we have communion. We pray together. And I tell you, joy comes back in. The key to joy, heavenly joy, is Jesus. He's the source of joy on the inside. And then he says, and he gave gifts to men So Jesus came and He gave joy instead of sorrow. He turns our mourning into dancing. Yes. Instead of, instead of a spirit of heaviness, He gives us garments of praise. You just want to God, you are amazing. That's what God wants to do. He wants to give you a gift. Jesus didn't only bring a gift. He brought Himself. He is the gift. Come on, let's say it. Jesus is the gift. He is the gift. He is the ultimate gift. So let's look at this verse, Luke 2, verse 6 to 14. And it says, and while they were there, this is the classic Christmas story. And while they were there, the time came for the baby to be born. And she gave birth to her firstborn son. She wrapped him snugly in strips of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no lodging available for them. That night, there were shepherds staying in the fields nearby, guarding their flocks of sheep. Suddenly, come on, say suddenly, an angel of the Lord appeared among them. That's what God wants to do for you me. He wants to suddenly appear, like yesterday, praying for our son. Just suddenly, it's like God is there. And the radiance of the Lord's glory surrounded them, and they were terrified. Always a good response (laughs) when an angel or God appears. But he said, don't be afraid. I bring you good news that will bring great joy to all people. I mean, the angels of heaven come and says, I bring you good news and great joy. and will bring, That will bring great joy to all people. You know, so sometimes we think like, you know, uh, I don't really need God. You know, There's sometimes speak to people and they say, I don't really need God. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm happy with my life. You know, cause they, some people think when it's like, it's like, when you say, well, God's going to give you joy, it's like, hey, a 5% extra. You have the 95. Jesus gives the extra 5. It's your top up. Her holiday top up, extra 5%. No. You have no idea. You have no idea. Until you taste the real deal. You see, I often say this, but dead religion pushes people away from God. I despise dead religion. We all hate dead religion. It's boring, it's empty, there's no power, there's no life. The Spirit of God isn't present, it, it just pushes people away. I'm not talking about that. The real deal is you encounter the living God and he rocks your world. Absolutely. Rocks your world. That's the only time you know that you met God is when you've, your life has been rocked. Like mine has. So many of us have experienced this. But it says, I will bring you good news. It's good news, man. The angel says, Guys, this is a game changer. God has come down to set you free. To give you not just a little, but not the 5%, to bring great joy. Come on, say great joy. Great joy. So it's the 95%, not the 5%. You see, I sometimes speak to people and they, they think they find. You know, the moment, they, it's like amazing when someone encounters the living God. It's like, I didn't realize I'm such a mess. <laughs> you have no idea. So one of the special things for, for me, one of the biggest gifts I've had over the last month or two Was a school friend of mine. I've shared some of this in church, but I was going to share a little bit more. So, a school friend of mine. uh, We were we were together in Paul Boys, okay, big rugby school. And uh, this friend of mine, he was the first team rugby captain. He was like the hero in the school. In 1995, inter schools Paul Boys against Gymnasium, he was the the fly half kicking the winning points over 16 13 biggest win ever in the history of the 100 years 15 to 20,000 people there it was massive that night at his house i got as drunk as a skunk i didn't know jesus i didn't know that there's life beyond just partying got as drunk as a skunk <laughs> my sister had to drive around town that evening she's my oldest sister had to drive me around town because i was so drunk i couldn't go home and, uh, and th- th- that was all I knew. And so and I-, I heard this friend of mine has moved to East London. And uh, when I was 18, I was 17 then. When I was 18, I gave, gave my life to Christ. And I was like, oh, everything changed. Now it's 22 years later. And I hear he's living here in town. And I'm like, man, I want to I share with him the greatest joy. I want to share with him what Jesus has done in my life. And he can have the same. And so another friend of mine, we were together in school, and he's a doctor, you know, and uh, I had a chat with him as well about eight months ago. It didn't go well. Awkward. Life's too good. Money, house, family, everything's wonderful. So anyway, so I'm thinking, man, but now this other friend, I am, I so want to say, decide, okay, I'm going to ask God to tell me, Lord, when should I go and have that coffee date and have this chat with him? So about six months, I'm praying for him. Six months praying, God, pray for him by name, pray for him. Lord, prepare his heart, open his heart. May he realize that money and possessions, you know, he's an MD at a company in town. He's, you know, these things are empty. So I'm praying, I'm praying, I'm praying. And then the one day, Monday, I feel the Holy Spirit say to me, now, contact him, now. So I contacted him, we had coffee, the mug and bean, and for about two and a half, three hours, we we're just talking about Jesus. And he was Ready. He was so ready. He was so ready. God has prepared him. He was so ready. He realized life, he needs something. He needs something. So, anyway, he comes to church on the Sunday and he has a mighty encounter. He responds in the altar call, comes to the front, mighty encounter with God, rocks his world. He says to me the next two weeks, This is unbelievable. He has never experienced anything like this. I said, Yes, this is Jesus. This is joy. And so I had another coffee date with him, and we chatted through things, and he shared with me for three months. He has so much stress, so much pressure, and he's physically shaking. He can't stop shaking. as this pain in his stomach, all the stress of work and life and things. We're in the coffee shop, and I'm, man, most people would go to a counselor now for this, but I have a better solution for you. Jesus can sort this out. So in the coffee shop, we go to the corner. I pray with him, and the power of God came into that place. I mean, he balls like a child. I mean, he's a Western Province rugby player, for goodness sake. He's a man, we don't cry. When God, the Father, touches the heart, he rocks your world. And I was just weeping in that coffee shop. It's super awkward. People walking past. I'm like, Jesus. (sighs) Let's do this. And so God touches him and the shaking stops right there. Shaking stops. God removes the pain from his, from the pressure, frustration stress from his insides. I hear some of the people saying at work he's a different man with so much joy and smiling because he met the source of joy. Amen. Come on, let's give Jesus a hand for that. He's amazing. So, so what is joy? Joy is a quality or attitude of delight and happiness. Everything else is a shadow of the real deal. I don't care who you are, that, that scripture says there, and he will bring great joy to all people. I don't care who you are, Muslim, Buddhist, atheist, businessman, any culture, any nation in the earth, do you know what you need? You need Jesus, the real deal, not dead religion, the real deal, and he will rock your world. Jesus is the source of joy. Amen. Everybody wants Jesus. They just don't know it yet. They don't know it yet. They haven't experienced the real deal. And so how, do, how does it work? It says then there, the last bit there, the Savior, yes, the Messiah, the Lord has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David. Verse 12, and you will recognize him by the sign. You will find a baby wrapped snugly in strips of cloth, lying in a manger suddenly the angel was joined by a vast host of others, the armies of heaven, the armies of heaven, you war, praising God and saying, glory to God in highest heaven and peace on earth to those with whom God is pleased. Who are the ones that God is pleased with? Now, if I have an interview with most people, they probably say, I'm not a bad person. I'm a good guy, you know. And I'm sure, that based on that, you know, I mean, you know this, how uh, Santa Claus, uh, you know, the story of Santa Claus. Santa Claus comes, little Johnny, and he asks little Johnny, Johnny, have you been a good boy this year? Because if you've been a good boy, you can receive your gift. Is that how it works? That's our mindset. If I'm a good person, then God's going to give. No, that's not a gift. That's working for it. That's earning it. But it says, those will receive peace With whom God is pleased. Who is God pleased with? Quick question. Who is God pleased with? No one. No one qualifies. No one is good enough. No one is holy enough. No one has done enough good works. No one is good. All of us are born in sin. All of us fall short except Jesus. And so Jesus comes, dies for us. You know the story, but you, he dies for us, but he opens the way so that when you and I put our faith in Jesus, we get all the gifts of heaven, not based on our goodness, but on based on the goodness of Jesus Christ. That is liberating. It's not about me working for it. It's not about being a good person. You know, I'll sort out of my life one day. I'll go to church. I'll go to church on Christmas Day. Once a year, I've covered it. It's done. He's pleased. No, that's how it works. He will only be pleased the moment you surrender your whole your whole being to the living God. And say, God, forgive me, I'm a sinner. Lord, I've tried every other place to find happiness and joy and it's not working. God, I need real joy. I need you, Lord. Wash my sins away. That is the only way to find true joy. And some of us have made that commitment, but some of us have been looking all the wrong places for happiness. You've given your life to Christ, but you're still looking for joy in all the wrong places. Only Jesus. Come on, say it. Only Jesus Amen. will give me joy. Great joy. Amen. Come on, I'm pointing you in the right direction. So, what does kingdom joy look like? Where do we find joy? How do we find joy? As I said, in Jesus. But we try on holidays and gifts and fun in the sun that carries the promise of joy, and it's fine. But it's a shadow of the real deal. You see, happiness is based on happenings. Joy is based on God. Amen. So the first one is J. Very shortly, the second one is O. Think of others. Second. You see, other people turn to the person next to you and say to them, You are my joy multiplier. You are my joy multiplier. In other words, Jesus is the source of joy. But if you want to multiply the joy that Jesus gives, you need to give it away to others. I tell you, my year was made when I led this friend of mine to Christ. My year. It feels like I redeemed my whole school career because I was such a stuffer. (sighs) Oh, such a stuffer. There's something about giving to others. It just multiplies joy. You want to dance. You want to shout. You want to give somebody a high five. You say, did you see that? The person is radically transformed. It's amazing. Come on, this holiday time, give the greatest gift. Bless others with the love of God. Look at this, Romans 14, 17. It says, for the kingdom of God is not eating and drinking, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. What is righteousness? Righteousness is to be in right standing with God. I think the kingdom of God, God's realm, that kingdom is not about eating and drinking. You're not going to get happy through it. Although it's nice to eat nice, okay? But righteousness, right standing with God, that is the greatest joy. They said, they've, they said the Bible speaks of many types of joys, but it says the greatest joy, the ultimate joy that the Bible speaks of, the Word of God speaks of, is to be accepted in the presence of God. The greatest joy. That you can come to your loving Father, Heavenly Father, and He receives you, and He releases gifts into you, and uses you powerfully. I've often spoken to people, and they say, like, that people have done drugs, and they say, you know, obviously drugs give you a high, but they say, after coming to Jesus, they've Getting a better high. Why is that? Because we serve the most high. (laughs) Amen. The most high. (laughs) You see, God designed us and wired us, and there's a hole in you that only He can fill. And I try it also. uh, I try all the other different things. I'm gonna, that's gonna make me happy. That's gonna make me happy. That's gonna make me happy. And then when I just come into the presence of God, I go, ah. the Most High. You are amazing. The Most High. He will give you a joy that nothing else can compare to. And then from that being in right standing with God, you find joy, you find peace. Look at the peace. As other scriptures said, peace on earth. What is peace? Peace is rest for your soul. Rest for your soul. Just be. No striving. No trying to earn anything. Peace is to be secure confidence of being a child of God. That's what I experienced with Vian yesterday as we prayed for him and the love of the Father just touched him. It was just, it's like, I'm his dad and I can tell him I love you, but I can't give what my heavenly Father can give him. When, the heaven, when our heavenly Father says, I believe in you, I back you, I love you, nothing compares to that. And then what is joy? Joy is that state of delight and happiness ending off with this. But what is joy? Joy is to be unburdened. Joy, for me, is to be unburdened. And when you carry those burdens, worries about next year, things on your heart, on your mind. But when joy comes, it's like the burdens are cast off your shoulders. It's beautiful. Come on, say it. Unburdened. When are you unburdened? When you know what Jesus has done for you and when you know that he's got the future in his hands. Then you can have joy. I love this quote. The guy said, joy is peace dancing. Peace is joy resting. Joy is peace dancing. When you have peace, you can dance with joy. And peace is joy resting. Just so beautiful. So when you, the moment you come into right standing with the living God, then peace and joy floods in and nothing compares to this. How's your joy? I mean, real joy. How's your peace? I mean, real peace. Peace that transcends understanding. A peace that blows your mind. And then lastly, yourself. How do you get joy? First of all, think of Jesus. Lord, what is on your, who's on your heart today? God, what are you, what's on your heart today? Jesus. Secondly, think of others. Thirdly, yourself. So a quick practical. All the wives and moms can pay me later for what I'm going to say now. Become aware of the needs of those around you. Your family, spouse, kids, parents. So help around the house. That's thinking of yourself lost. Washing the dishes. All the, all the mommies and wives say, yay. Washing the dishes. Come on, husbands, you can help. Helping with the baby, with the kids, looking after the little ones. Give your wife a break. Give your wife a back rub too. Amen. Taking, as I said, the smaller piece of meat or cake. Willing to give up what you want to do for the sake of what others want to do. To not be so sensitive when someone says something that offends you, but to say, be the mature one. Say, it's okay, love you, forgive you. not going to freak out on you. Just gonna bless you back. Amen. Thirdly, yourself. Okay. So, Christmas. Concluding. The Christmas tree. Every dad in this house can relate to this. Every mom, every parent will be able to relate to this. The effort you go through to get that gift for your little one. You know, we as parents, we give good gifts. But our heavenly father gives the best. I want to say to you, I had this picture of a Christmas tree with all the gifts around the Christmas tree. And there's a scripture in the Bible that says that Jesus died for us on a tree. That Christmas tree represents the cross. And I have this impression that when Jesus hung on that cross and when he died for you and me on that cross, after he was risen from the dead, it's like these gifts appear around the cross. You want to find heavenly gifts. You want to find heavenly peace, heavenly joy, heavenly freedom for your soul, for your heart. Come to the cross. Let the tree remind you of the cross. Let the tree remind you that when you come to God, when you lay down self, when you put yourself third, there are all these good things, all these gifts that appear around the tree, around the cross to bless you but then to give you this awesome joy to bless others. So what's your focus this next week or two? I know the holidays are so short. It's terrible. All the teachers want to revolt. What is your your mission? What What is your plan? Just to have, have, have? Or, man, I still want to bless my wife today. I still want to bless my kids today. I still want to bless my family members today. That is the path to ultimate joy. Amen. Let there be joy in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to this message. Find more on Shofar East London's podcast channel. Let's do life together.